You tune in to Catch the Podcast with your favorite girl, True Lady. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, even Clamor, or just log on to SpillingTheTea.com. Here we go for the next episode. All right, man, you tune in to Catch the Tea Podcast with the girl, the true lady. Every week I sit down with someone new, and this week I'm sitting down with my boy, Slim B, all the way from Jonesboro, Louisiana, man. Whoa, what's up? What's up, true lady? What's, man, it's been first off. It's been a minute since we sit down. Right, right. <laughs> I think the last time you came, we had an interview at the at the radio station. It was a group of you all. It was you, D. Jackson. DJ Rocco. Uh-huh. Taz, the menace. Right, right. Free Taz, yeah. Yeah, man, so... So what's been going on? You know what I'm saying? Man, you know, we still pushing with the music heavy. Mm-hmm. You know, every weekend I'm in somebody club. I know somebody you party DJing. DJing. You know, keeping it moving. And we got the, the new music on the way. Mm-hmm. A lot of pressure. Ooh, right, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, you putting you're putting your music out now in the right. forefront. I mean, right. at first you were just like, you know, pushing everybody. Are you like their manager? Yeah, I co-manage them. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So now it's time for Slim to come put his yeah. music out. We got me? the pressure record. Let's, I see the vid, the video is uh the snippet that you put the promo is already like catching the eye. Like, dang, yeah, it's gonna yeah. go hard. Mm-hmm. Explain that record. Um, that's the that's the first song I'm putting out off this new project I'm working on called 2006. Mm-hmm. Really, it's just like raw aggressive energy you know mm-hmm. i feel like i'm in my own little lane it's a lot going on in the right. music right now but I, i'm just coming with that ugh, you know what i'm saying like, right right just trying to deliver in a whole nother type of way you know yeah it's gonna make some people like whoa this ain't like anything else that's out there yeah know? so man where did the energy come from um with putting this project together oh whew, that's a good question because <laughs> uh it's it's even in the midst of me DJing like it's always been in my belly to mm. like come out with rap because it's like a true passion of mine like mm-hmm. this music like I really love it for real right but I one of the for for this project 2006 the the it's crazy like the initial motivation for it was um <laughs> I was talking to this chick mm-hmm. and she uh <laughs> she like. We had kind of fell off in some in a certain type of way. Right. And so I just said, forget that. I'm finna give me some money and I'm finna rap. Right. So I don't know. I'm I'm motivated by by like trials and you know, mm-hmm. that give me an extra push, you know. So Right, real life shout out you to her. Through. You know. Yeah. She brought it to life. We and we thank you for, for this pressure that's about to be delivered. God bless you, baby. <laughs> So why did you name it 2006? Ooh. What is like yeah. what stands out about this? That's the question. Mm. Um 2006, the year 2006, that was like a a real intense year mm-hmm. for me and my my city, you know. Right. A lot of street activity going on. Mm-hmm. And and also like that's the year shout out to my boy Latrey. That's the year me and him we did a uh a duo mixtape together called um geek squad yeah and i was listening to like a few months ago i was listening to it and i was like man we was really spitting we were like ahead of our time mm-hmm. it's, and i'm listening to my lyrics on there too and i'm like oh <laughs> this this who i'm trying to compete with you know rather than what's going on right now i'm right. trying to compete with my old self you know what i'm saying yeah. <laughs> the rap. so i just named it 2006 plus it's gonna register for those who know mm-hmm. from Jonesboro and Hodge and other areas. They, it's gonna register with them in a special special way. Right. Even even now, they hearing about it like, okay, this, this right? Yes, I mean Jonesboro. I mean, it, it of course it is a smaller city, but y'all do big things out there. <laughs> hey. And I, look, I like, accept that. You yeah, know, I mean, y'all I receive that. things out there. Uh, I I mean, know. y'all are making some noise. Yeah. So, um. So what actually was going on in 2006? Like, describe that time period. Oh, uh, especially in the city. Well, a lot of, lot of shootouts mm. and uh, activities like that. 
you know, it was just a real, I'm talking about like on some every week type mm. stuff, you know. And then I, that's when my wild stages, I was breaking in houses and all of that. What? Stuff, you you had a wild side? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see this. Oh. Look. <laughs> that's, what they, right. that's what they tell me. For real, that's crazy. But, um, mm. yeah, yeah. It mm-hmm. was a lot of stuff like that. You know going on mm-hmm. so like you know from that time of course like you just said you that was your time when you were you know doing your little thing like how did you grow from that you know what to, in that moment say like man i don't need to be doing this no more yeah i, w- I was in and out of jail like first i went to juvie mm-hmm. got out then i got turned 17 so they sent me to the big boy jail yeah and like i w- it just hit me like Bro, this really whack. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You only get to eat three times a day. Right. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no snacks. Ain't no. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got no commissary. You know what I'm saying? Right. It, it's, it's just whack. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I got out and then uh, I graduated high school and then I just started DJing then. Mm-hmm. I wasn't trying to get no job or go to college, to be honest. You right. Know? So the 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 money from the DJing kept me stable to why I ain't have to breaking houses no more and right. all of that to do sell that. items and goods and all that. Right. So do that reckless stuff. Yeah. You know. So when you first learned how to DJ, like, um, what was the experience like? Um, try to teach yourself, or did you have a mentor, or how did it go? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, a lot with music. Ninety ninety-five percent of this stuff is just self-taught for me Mm. i guess because it's just the passion inside of me like Mm -hmm. if you want to do something you really want to do it you're gonna spend time with it to the point where you come up with your own strategies and procedures of how to do it you know what i'm saying so i really didn't have no no teacher Mm -hmm. nobody to mentor me on the the music level i just got some tables and oh so you learned on the turntables yeah, I, I yeah. had the tables, yeah. Yo, mm-hmm. so what, because, like, right now, like, a, a big thing with a lot of DJs is that the controller versus the turntables, right. a lot of the old school DJs don't respect the controller, even though the controller make it very si- simpler or whatever, yeah. when, you know, controlling your crowd, playing the music, X, Y, and Z, and you had to lug the turntables around. Right. But, you know, since you started out on turntables, do you use the controller or you, do t- you still have turntables now? Oh, uh, I, I use the controller now. I mm-hmm. got a Pioneer DDJ Essex. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's more convenient. Yeah. I, I I know exactly what you're talking about. You hear the talk about. Yeah. Uh, we want the the twelve hundreds with the with the real turntables, yes. the vinyl, and all yes. that, man. <laughs> really, with DJing to me, it's really about you got to read the. You got to be long as you know how to read the crowd right it's yeah. like you're reading spirits like is it time for the twerk mix is it time for the new orleans bounce right is it time for the jig you know what i'm saying as long as you know how to read the a crowd mm-hmm. you good you know what I'm saying? i mean obviously you got a down pack you you somewhere every weekend yeah i mean God, you know? i i mean i saw watch your snaps turned up on, on your snaps yeah <laughs> <laughs> Me and me and my boy Dylan Bees, we try to keep it going. Right. You know? Yeah. So man, um, so you started you DJing. When at that moment did you say like, okay, it's time for me to rap or, uh, rapping is my thing? You know what I'm saying? Well, that goes back further mm-hmm. than the DJing. Okay. <clears throat> that initially started in 1999. Mm. It was a. Uh, I know the exact moment. It was on the <laughs> <laughs> It was on the Super Bowl Sunday and my brother had took me to his friend house, but he had, it was halftime, so he left to go somewhere mm-hmm. and then so he left me at his friend house. His name Alan Jackson. Shout out to Alan Jackson. Mm-hmm. And he um he had, during halftime he had played some of his tapes and him singing. Yeah. So I'm listening to him, and he got the, the the tape recorder with the mic and everything. Yeah. So he he had let me mess with it for a little bit, and uh, I was singing on it, just playing around. You know what I'm saying? And then I don't know. It's just like it was like a like a Kairos moment or something. Something just clicked. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this this me right here. Right. And then I after that I went back home, mm-hmm. and I stayed with my grandma, and she had a tape recorder too mm-hmm. with a built-in mic. Yeah. On it. 
So, hey, we just had to keep it going. You Got know? it from there. I started going, making my own tapes, drawing my own little covers on the cassette tapes. What? Do you still have it? I got two. Yeah. I don't know hey, who my other ones is. I know somebody them. out there got them. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> keep going to school, man. selling them and everything. You know? Also, people was already buying the tapes and everything? Yeah. Dang. Yeah. So, you had already, you know, solidified yourself and built up a, a crowd, a fan base already. Yeah, yeah. Man, so, time. I mean, what at the time that made you say, like, yeah, man, let me make these tapes and start selling them? Like, you know, most people be ready to just give them away and just either hell keep it in in the house that they recording music and not really give it out to the public right so at that time you was just like here take this <laughs> yeah so this this the 90s mm-hmm. and i'm you know i'm heavily in, in uh as a kid heavily influenced by no limit cash yeah. money mm-hmm. and my brother my big brother chris he got a job at this grocery store so he making money mm-hmm. and um uh, Every week, he, you know, no limit dropping. So right, yeah. he buying all the CDs and stuff. And me, as a little kid riding around with him, I'm reading the credits. Mm-hmm. Looking looking at stuff. So, and you know, you see the commercials. Mm-hmm. You hear them hear about them going platinum and stuff, you know. Right. So I'm already, it's already in my brain like, okay, my brother buying the CDs and the tapes. So if I'm a, I'm, if I'm going to be a real rapper, I got to sell myself too, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I got to, I got to get it. But see, a lot of people, artists don't even have that mindset. They just want to rap. Yeah. So, I mean, you looked at it from the business side, but, uh, but that's important. Like, it's 95% business yeah, <laughs> in, in the, in the industry. Like, you could have. I could have a bullshit podcast, but with me marketing and giving it around, everybody like check it out, holding the link out as I call it, <laughs> and check this out, check this out, take a <laughs> listen. It's just like it's gonna, you know, eventually stick to them because you marketing and you using that that business aspect behind yeah, it or whatever. I agree, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, but but a lot of people don't. You know, had that mindset. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I think again, that's what creates your fan base, and I think that's what you know takes you to that next level. So, um, what other tapes did you put out? Okay, you know, we got 2006, 2006 coming, and your freestyles from then. But what happened in between? You know, that time period. What's in between that gap? From uh, you talking about from <laughs> yeah, from 1999 to. No, 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 no. The mixtape that you said you that you did right in 06, that oh, mixtape okay. to yeah to now. Yeah, okay, that's yeah. a good question. What's in that gap? <laughs> in that gap, I like that, that question. That was wrong. <laughs> um, okay, 2000. Okay, okay, 2006. Me and Latre dropped the the Geek Squad tape. Mm-hmm. Raw, classic in my eyes. You know, of course, everybody gonna say that. <laughs> right. <But> anyway, <clears throat> so I graduate. From high school, mm-hmm. didn't have no plans for college, didn't really want to get no job. So I started DJing the part, the money that I made from the parties, DJing, that kept me some revenue mm-hmm. going. So I'm still going with the DJing, start hosting all this mixtapes mm-hmm. and everything, mixing, hosting. And let me see. That that's that just kept going throughout the years, all the way to 2010. Right. Then at the end of 2010, I got I had built up a a little strong, a strong, not a little, but a strong re- personal relationship with God. You know. Mm-hmm. So I I kind of fell back from the music. Right. And then, and then um. Oh, flashbacks just popping my head before that pause. <laughs> <laughs> no, tell that, tell that story. Yeah. What's that flashback? I mean, you know, <laughs> it's like I just had a, a and still got a, a strong, strong walk with God, you know. Right. Because I, I believe in him, you know. Mm-hmm. Faith without works is dead. All of course, that, you of know, course. substance. But, um, yeah, so I had to go through a few transitions. Like me, me and my mama, we had got through, had went through a um, little confrontation mm-hmm. you know we disagreed on some things so i ended up moving to houston mm-hmm. i stayed out there for like maybe six months okay. with uh my homeboy a1 shout out to a1 and um i then i ended up coming back to jonesboro mm-hmm. had to get my mind right figure some things out you know right about life and everything because before then i was just solely entirely focused on the dream you know i was kind of neglecting reality you mm-hmm. know as far as like 
because I was staying with my grandma, but she ended up getting sick. Right. And we, she was letting me stay with her, so it fell on me to pay to start paying the bills, bills and everything. Right, right, right. So, but I'm still so f- blindly focused on the dream, you know. But, you know, God came through, spanked me, right. got my mind right, got you, you know? right real quick. So, you know, <laughs> bossed up, got a got a job, and uh, start taking care of the bills and everything. Right. You know, and uh, <clears throat> you know. I, it, for anybody who listening and, and got a dream, you know, I just want to tell them this: don't neglect reality on the way to chasing the dream. You know, right. put reality in the chokehold. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you take care of that first. Yeah, know. man, I think you you said this on your Snapchat before. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I think you were saying like you, you your mama would be proud. She taught you how to you know say, like you saying balance out the reality yeah, and, and, and yeah. dreams right. or whatever. So mm-hmm. like what you saying is I'm like okay I. I get what you're saying on your snap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I get it now. I understand. Right. So so what were those six months in Houston? Like, what was that like? Like, what happened while you were there? Oh, them, them six months in Houston, mm-hmm. I was uh, producing for uh, this artist. He from Drone Bird 2. Mm-hmm. His name Twin U, but he was back and forth from there in Houston. Right. Shout out to Twin U. I'm shouting out everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Twin U, uh, he he dropped the project. Mm-hmm. I got had to produce a few songs on there too. It's called the name of the tape called Nothing to Prove. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, we made it uh the first time. You might not remember, mm-hmm. but I was there in the background at B102. Uh huh. And uh, he had an interview. It was with uh Corey B. Okay. And I was I had my glasses on. I still remember that too. But, and, uh, well, I, I was there Yeah, yeah Well yeah uh-huh. Corby was there One or two I was there too Then yeah. Dang So yeah uh, God we been cross paths Then yeah. <laughs> It's meant to be Right you know? <laughs> <laughs> But Yeah I was out, out there In Houston For them six months And mm-hmm. You know Making the beats For twin Producing Had got me a job At FedEx too mm-hmm. Then um, My car broke down I kind of got discouraged like forget the job because that was a long distance anyway right 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 so uh <laughs> <laughs> so i ended up moving back to jonesboro after that mm-hmm. you know just trying to figure some things out in life that was a i, I like to say a, a um predestined obstacle course for me <laughs> yeah. but it was you learned lessons from it oh though. yeah you yeah. know what i'm saying Most definitely. Uh, it gave you that knowledge that wisdom you know kind of move yeah. forth or whatever yes ma'am so um also i mean also from jonesburg were you there at the time, same time when you know little snoop started to buzz and that's when i was in houston oh uh, yeah. okay when he uh when he started to pop. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So y'all, y'all never had a chance to actually work together or anything. No, not not. See, now we got to go back since we brought up the little bro. Yeah, Snoop. yeah, yeah, yeah. That 2006. Mm-hmm. You know? A lot of <laughs> shit popped off in 06. <laughs> in that tape I was telling about me and Latre did mm-hmm. called Geek Squad. Squad. Um, little Snoop was on there. Yeah. And I gave him two of his own songs on there. You mm-hmm. know. It was one called Training Session. He had went off uh, the A-Ball and MJG, uh, Don't Make Me Beat. Mm-hmm. And he he went off, the second one, he went off that uh, that Missy Elliott, uh, I forgot the name of the song. But I gave him two of his own songs because I, I just knew he was special. Like, man, yeah. we got to give him his own songs. Right? You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's that's when we, we've been working with each other, you know. So right. that's when we first recorded with each other mm-hmm. and um uh, as the years passed you know snoop he was doing this thing out there in the right. streets you know right i was going my way <laughs> doing, my <laughs> doing <thing>. your thing <laughs> <laughs> you know and the age difference that's what kind of we made us not because he was way younger than me so mm-hmm. we ain't really just hang around each other all the time right like that but but during his the pinnacle of his career you know what I'm saying we ain't really get to do no work together because i was in houston and mm-hmm. he was all over doing this thing right of yeah. course of course mm-hmm. but then you know tragic tragic struck yeah like where did that leave the city of jonesboro bro as a whole like man i mean you would know firsthand because you know you were there you right. know what i'm saying man i remember the the night i moved back <clears throat> to jonesboro mm-hmm. i came i came back walked out in the street and it was like, man, it felt like 
really, it feel like we lost a, a superhero because mm. we ain't never experienced nothing like this. You know what right, I'm saying? Yeah. Jonesboro, Louisiana. Right, exactly. It's like the biggest <laughs> thing to ever happen for us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Snoop done made it. We feel like the whole city done you made, made it. Made you know, it right, it's, it's, it was that dramatic. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like when he was in the in the room with, uh, doing the freestyle battle with Deshaun Jackson artist, man. Mm-hmm. Man, it felt like. It felt like the whole Jonesboro was in that building. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. And then the first thing come out of his mouth, Jonesboro, Louisiana in the building. Like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> then he came through and, and performed and showed yeah. them what, what time what it, was, it was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. So do you think eyes are still on jo- Jonesboro uh, as far as music-wise coming out of there? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, not, well, to tell you the truth, not, uh, not no major industry eyes, mm-hmm. but, you know, surrounding areas like they see what's going on mm-hmm. it's just up to us to keep it pushing to stay right. on their radar you know right yeah i mean like i said man y'all got things going on i yeah. got people coming out of there like you said latrey you got d jackson yeah. you got yourself coming out of there yeah so it, it's just like all, all y'all making noise and y'all all been doing this for forever since i know since i know y'all yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. been a long time <laughs> so uh um, true lady been rocking with right us. Yeah, yeah for a minute man yeah. for a minute i think i think i just found y'all i know i have just found the trade online and then like i don't even, I don't even know how we crossed paths to even get the interview what happened how did that happen oh uh, I'm, I'm did thinking. I reach out? Cause I, cause in the you know the very beginning stages of me starting radio, like I used to just reach out to everybody, like, hey, I want to do your interview. Yeah. Like, what's up? <laughs> Come to LZ. <Alexandria." laughs> <laughs> yeah. No one do an interview. Radio. I'll put you on the radio. <laughs> I, I think it w- it went. I don't even know. I, I remember like Latrey and D Jackson in mm-hmm. Three Feet. They dropped the word to my mother. Song, right. Words from yep. And I think you had retweeted it up and put it on your site. Yeah. It was at that time. It was in the cut. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, I remember man, that. Man, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, so, yes. so I think that's what started, and then we followed each other on Twitter and mm-hmm. was networking. Went from there. Yeah, went from there. Yeah. Tell y'all my social media work, people. Y'all just never know who y'all gonna link up with and cross paths. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and then, and I mean, it, it wasn't just the okay, hi, by interview. It was still, you know, that support, you yeah. know, on every end or whatever. So, yeah, because I was like, man, I don't even know how I acquired the interview. It happened, though. Yeah. <laughs> but it happened. Love it. Love it. So, man, what's like, okay, we're going to get this project 2006. And, of course, it's you, you're telling the story on there, obviously. Right. So, what's going to come after the 2006 project? Man, I love these questions. They, they great. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> For real. But after 2006... I'm really, I'm really, I, I already know the type of songs I'm going to make, but I mm-hmm. haven't came up with the the title of the next project yet, yeah. but it's going to be something that's going to let you know we we elevating, you know, mm-hmm. ain't going to be just we stuck in the past. Right, right, right. 2006, with that project, I'm just letting you know we coming raw, mm-hmm. you know, like. This is where we come from, you know. Right, right, right. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, this. Hey, I'm here too. This is it. All right. <laughs> Real so this video for the single, explain this, cause this caught my eye. I was like, dang. Okay. <laughs> A lot of pressure. That's mm-hmm. the, that's the um, first single that we shot the video for. King Von Production mm-hmm. out of Shreveport. He shot it. He did a lot of work for uh, Boosin and uh, B Will. Mm-hmm. You know? And my boy Satchmo, Satchmo Films. He got a he got some fire work too. Okay. They so they uh shot some scenes. We linked it up, put them together, and uh shout out to Doctor Furby too. I know she gonna check this out. <laughs> that's uh the model in the video. Okay. But um that's on my it's shot on my street, Dewey Street. Mm-hmm. Wild born and raised. While well, I'm coming down the road with the thing, you know, it's you know it's authentic. You know, that's just how we coming. Mm-hmm. That's just how I go. You know, <laughs> <I'm just> <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. But we're gonna drop it like within a few days, few hours. Okay. You know. So once this drop, cause this drops tonight, and then we can expect the video a couple of days later. Yeah. All right. Yes, indeed. All right. All right. So man, so you said you grew up on Dewey Street. What? What? 
is it a main is it a main street in in Jonesboro or oh what what neighborhood is that even a part of? I consider it. It's like it's like the central street for both hoods. Like mm-hmm. if you walking from Zone Four the projects to the Crooked T, you gonna walk down Dewey Street mm-hmm. unless you want to go extra long way and go around Morocco. But it's like a nucleus on this on that that side of town. You okay. know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like. That's why I was born and raised, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like con- a street that connect both hoods, really, you know. Okay. Yeah. Right. Crooked T, Zone 4 Projects, you know. And you you right there in the middle. Right. <laughs> I got to see everybody. You see everything coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm really, I'm really excited for this, like to see the video, because when you hit me up, I was like, yeah, man, I saw the promo. When yeah. is this? I'm like, when is this video going to drop? Cause yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm like, yeah. So it's gonna be in your face. So if the video is in your face, now I can really just imagine how this project. Yeah. Like, so what? How much time did you put in putting this project together? Woo. Um. Uh, really, a couple months. Really, because mm-hmm. I be juggling so much with right. co-managing and DJing. Yeah. So, I'll be, I'll just be throughout the day thinking through songs. And then I might not even come back to that song till like two weeks later, mm-hmm. you know. And just then, like, you work, a, you work a job job, right, too. Right, So, like, where is that time? Like, yeah, it's what? just, <laughs> 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 got to squeeze it in all, all together, right. you know. <laughs> While I'm at work doing the task, I might be mm-hmm. thinking of a song in my head and mm-hmm. remember them lyrics and come back to it later you know all right so that's basically a writing process for slim b like you think about it like all right make a mental note and then come back to it right yeah do you have a freestyle when you're on a track or you just you got to write everything mm, i used to freestyle a lot but as as you get older and mature for for me mm-hmm. i like to think before i speak you know right 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 think it through making sure it makes sense because mm-hmm. once i record this and put it out it's out there forever you know what i'm saying right this is there. So I'm, i gotta make sure it's what i want to be out there forever mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel you yeah. i feel you so uh before we uh hopped on the mic start recording you know you're saying that you trying to build your brand and i'm like nah bro i really think you got a fan base like why you feel why do you feel like i mean i i i <laughs> I do on the on the DJ end. Yeah. I really do believe that because I be somewhere everywhere. I be yeah, in yeah. El Dorado, <laughs> <laughs> Grambling. I've been in Vicksburg, Mississippi, DJing. You know, mm-hmm. so that the DJ is taking me places. Right. You know, but don't nobody really know I rap. Right. Like talking about yeah. Okay. Just be honest, you know, I'm be straightforward. So, mm-hmm. w- uh, with that, I'm just finna lay some groundwork in. Just to let them know, yeah. and then I, and it's it's a lane I'm in. I don't really just see nobody too many working, you know. Right. I'm, you know, I don't really sing or do no harmonizing, no melodies, and then so I'm like just rapping, spitting, you know. So that's how I'm coming. So man, so what is this process right now as far as trying to transition? I mean, of course you're gonna still DJ. Oh yeah. But transition that that name Slim Beats as an artist, like what's that process for you now? That's man. I'm really, I'm really just going with the flow, mm-hmm. honestly. I know some some may say j- you need to focus on one thing until you just burst mm-hmm. on that global mm-hmm. uh, platform or whatever. But I'm just I'm just I'm just going with the flow. Like right. it's it's a passion of mine. Like I would have to the to the point where like I think so radical. Like I mean, excuse me, this touch anybody some type of way. But mm-hmm. I might would have been done. Did some harm to myself if I ain't rap, you know. It's just mm-hmm. built inside me. I gotta release it. With mm-hmm. All this, this passion for the rap on the mic, you know. Right. So it's it's just exercising it, you know. Mm-hmm. So like you mentioned earlier too, um, in conversation, uh, you're saying you know you you with a strong relationship with God. Like, how does that um, does that affect what you rap about, your delivery and stuff like that? I mean, my my content. Mm-hmm. What I'm talking about is is raw, right? But um, at the same time, like I don't I don't use profanity in my mm-hmm. everyday speech, so I'm definitely not gonna use it in my rap, right? You know? Of course. So I try to keep I keep it intact, you know, keep it all together, you right? Know? I gotta give it give it to you like this, God. I don't think he want 
would want me to sugarcoat anything. Yeah. You know what I'm <laughs> and like you said, like, this your story. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, because a, a lot of people, you know, they battle with that or whatever. And, and I mean, it's a way you, you can do it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's 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 not going to interfere with your your walk, your journey or whatever. So. Yeah. All right, man. It's like, is there anything else that you want people to take away from this? From who Slim B is? Hey, all I want to say is <laughs> 2006. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you get that. And a lot of pressure is coming. Mm-hmm. And I just want you to let you know I'm on the come up like everybody else. Hungry. Mm-hmm. A lot of passion for this. It's like a serious thing. Just not just a habit. Just to make money off of. It's right. like it ain't on me. It's in me. You know. It's so. life. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I just want to get acquainted with you, the listeners. Yeah. And vice versa. So we can build a relationship. You can connect what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can relate to some of the things I've been through. And hey, just rock with me, you know. Hey, that's what it is. So we're going to jump into these hot topics real quick. Uh, so um, first off, let's. Tr- I want to talk about Lil Uzi Vert. Lil Uzi. Now, of course, right now he's a, a trending topic with his whole. You seen the, the picture yeah. with him in the shirt? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did. What was your thought about that picture? When you first saw that picture, what was your first reaction? <laughs> <laughs> I saw the, I saw the memes. Yeah. And I ain't gonna lie, they was funny. <laughs> right. They were. They were on point. <laughs> but I I've been peeping his style for a little, mm-hmm. little minute now. And it ain't it don't surprise me because right, he's yeah. been doing his, right. his thing, you know. He got his own little rock star lane, you yeah, know. And it took me it took me to listen to his music. And because at first I was like, man, who this dude is weird as hell. But when I listened to the music, then I started seeing who all in his video. I'm like, oh, this nigga think he a rock star. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like, all right, I get it. But at the same time, the jokes write themselves. Hey, I really, <laughs> with that picture, I think it was just the way he posed. It, with it. <laughs> it just got him out the like, dang, Uzi. But that's that's his style, you know. Yeah, I gotta, yeah. I gotta respect, you know, to mm-hmm. each his own, you know. Yeah, he but got his, you know, we all blessed with the gift of individuality. Of so course, of course. <laughs> he doing his thing. Shout out to Lose. And, and then like another thing about it, like right now, um, you know, so he hasn't really released his album yet, and it's a, a delay. Where whatever it is, whether it be on him or the label, but now his fans are like going to the extremes as far as to say we want this album like a a 16 year old kid you know threatening to shoot the school up because uzi little uzi album hasn't dropped yet man and i'm just like yeah he got a little coat right his music don't touch me like that (laughs) (laughs) it's cool i rock with it yeah (laughs) it's new generation though right for real i'm just like um no, <laughs> I don't feel that way. You don't touch it like right. that, right? Huh? I can I can wait for it when yeah. it, and when it come. I'm in, like I'm gonna listen to it, get my feedback, but I'm not trying to shoot no schools up. Right. And now he, you know, he's been arrested and charged like um charged with threatening to shoot a school and you know they're, they're not sure if, sure if it was real or not, but he got it was something with a hoax he got uh charged with as well too. So oh dang, yeah. the little kid, mm-hmm. okay. yeah, the sixteen year old. So it's just like wow. But have, but have you seen like his concert footage and everything? Yeah, the crowds are oh. insane. Yeah, they gonna go up <laughs> right. And then when he drop, he gonna say, oh yes, of he course. Got, you know I. Ain't, uh, we just got I'm you know this catch the tea we gonna keep it all the way one yeah he, he got the Caucasian crowd oh yeah they gonna he buy his it. stuff yes he yeah. has it yeah they they are there yes. <laughs> <laughs> real life man so as you as an artist trying to you know you know build that so build that for yourself like. Do you want your your fans to be like that behind you or? Oh, uh, I don't want to go to that extreme. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm, that you know this with this game you got to stay dropping stuff anyway. Mm-hmm. So I'm I try to drop some freestyles so that mm. won't happen. Right, right. In the meantime, while the album stuff. Right. On. Give them something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cuz I was like, dang, like I don't it didn't touch me that way. I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I could 
a way, but okay. I, like also like people in hip hop are uh you know talking about him his style, and um Waka Flocka came out in his defense and was like, bro, he's not hip hop. He's doing rock. It's rock, but he was saying like the industry will never ever put him in in their rock lane. You know what I'm saying? Like he will he will be deemed hip hop just because he's black or whatever. You know what I'm saying? He won't actually be a rock artist how he wants to be. He will never be like a Mick Jagger or you know what I'm saying? Mm, do do yeah. you see it that way or I, I do you kinda, see it differently? I see what um Flocka coming from. Mm-hmm. But it's really I think it you know, as far as the industry and mm-hmm. all of that, right. I think it's like it's kind of depending on like who you network most with or mm. uh, like he work a lot with the hip hop producers metro right. booming and mm-hmm. stuff like that now if he had like uh some rock producers some infamous famous rock producers he working with a lot he might be considered as rock rock you right know what I'm saying? yeah but i i see what waka flock is going from yeah. i was like yeah i i, I was like yeah I see it like yeah he wants he's this rock star but like you said they'll never fully accept him like yeah. can we see Lil Uzi Vert in the uh, rock hall what is it the rock hall rock of fame yeah fame. rock and roll hall of fame like hey it's possible <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lil Uzi Vert right now you know with his little poses yeah <laughs> his shoulder move killed me cause oh, he be like man. I saw that too <laughs> but you know I, I respect him you know I, I respect this new uh, generation of hip hop. I, I I think I talk about this every week on the podcast. It's like there is this the old school hip hop of what we came up on and this hip hop now. Like it's it's different and, and I, but a lot of people don't respect it. But yeah, it is what it is, man. The times are changing. True, true. Um, another um artist um hot topic talking about Travis Scott. He has a co following as well. Oh yeah. Now he was just arrested this past weekend for inciting a riot, but this is crazy. All he did was it was empty space in the front of his um of his show, and he told the people who were in the back, "Y'all come forth, come fill this space up." They all, I mean, they trampled forth, and the people who were kind of in the front, they was mad about it, like, "No, nah, how you gonna get in front of me? We paid for these, right. things, you know." And they had a few altercations, but the police. Deemed it as a riot, and I was like, "See, that's them. I was them like, generational <laughs> gaps. Right. They don't really understand. Right? I was like, what's going on? I that's I crazy. don't really see that as a riot, but you know, they said since they were kind of following his command of like move forth, he incited a riot. And yes, of course, things did go left, but I don't know. Yeah, he shouldn't have been charged with that. Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't agree with him. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> That's crazy. All right. So, I'm just like, it's hard. Like, a, a, as music changed, as industry changed, I think other things need to change as well, too, uh, as far as understanding of the laws or, you know, stuff like that. Like, yeah. Because I really don't think that man should be charged. Right. I agree. 100%. <laughs> All right. Uh, we were talking about Lil Uzi Vert shirt and fashion. Like, this week, the hot topic has to be these male rompers. Have you seen this online? You know what's crazy? Mm-hmm. I, I haven't. But today, I just seen, uh, um, I was just scrolling on Instagram mm-hmm. and saw somebody make a meme about it, a male romper. Right. But yeah. uh, that's what they the, got going on. What's it's it? the new fashion. Oh, <laughs> Dudes can wear nah. rompers. No, ah. we can't go there. <laughs> nah. So it's safe to say Slim B would never be in a romper. Nah. But nah. the crazy part about it, <clears throat> like you got Young Dro, he he's worn. Cam Newton has worn. I mean. People are saying like they got money. It's a no. It's a no. Yeah, that money. Right. Man. You can you can do a lot of things when you got money. Yeah, this is true too. But, but um, I just can't. Mm-hmm. I, and then like how it, how it was presented to me when I you know first saw the picture, it was like a bunch of dudes and they were in like they were short short rumpers. I was like, I don't know if I can see no man wearing that. But you know, okay. Man. <laughs> Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts about that? What are your thoughts about the style <laughs> now? Like, <laughs> hey, that's next level right there. Right. You know, I um, 
I just choose to uh, do do my thing, you know. Mm-hmm. You know. What's what's uh, Slim B style? Like, what's your fashion? I ain't gonna lie. <clears throat> Most of my clothes black, mm-hmm. dark. Cause be honest, I don't. I just like to be in the background a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, just in case some things happen. Right. I won't. It won't be no big spotlight on me because i got on all yellow and mm-hmm. loud colors and stuff <laughs> <laughs> no don't need all that attention yeah, but man some dudes really like that attention like yeah. this is me hey right yeah like you don't have to <laughs> 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 it's that peacock effect <laughs> check me out buy my album <laughs> right they go to the extremes. They go to the extremes. So, like, what's the most extreme thing you've had in your wardrobe to you? Besides, like you said, you were all black, but I know something had to be over over the top at one point in time. Oh, uh, w- with that question, first thing that came to my mind was mm-hmm. uh, in seventh grade when I went to prom. Mm-hmm. I had, I did, I did have an all, all yellow suit on oh. with the yellow bow tie, <laughs> black shirt. And I had a yellow bandana tied around my head. What? With the with with the, <laughs> with the black head, headband around the uh yellow headband and some black and yellow beads on my braids. Yeah, I was cutting up that night. Yeah. Junior High Prom. Shout out to my class. I need to see a picture. Yeah, I'm gonna find it and, and I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna send it to you. Send it Matter of fact, me. I'm gonna, it, it might be on my Instagram. I'm gonna be scrolling while we while we talking. For real. <laughs> Cause how I just pictured this, I mean, it was raw though. I'm telling you, <laughs> real life. So you had the yellow bandana, yeah, the the black, cut. black black headband over it. Oh. So it was it was even like a little yellow though, yeah, and the headband in the middle. You feel me? <laughs> real talk. That boy was killing them I'm in the seventh grade. Real life. What made you put it. what made you put that together? What made you like I'm gonna kill him with this thing? Hey, really? <laughs> I think it was like I know I think that I know the headband mm-hmm. and the bandana was spread a moment because mm-hmm. I I had already knew I wanted to wear yellow, right? So, uh, what did your date? Did she, did she match you? No, I tell you, I ain't had no date. What? My uh, my mom and my stepdaddy dropped me off. Mm-hmm. I just pulled up. I'm talking about took the whole, <laughs> took the whole show. Took it by storm. I'm telling you, I walked in, everybody running up to me like, "Boy, you clean, boy." <laughs> I'm about to find this pic for you. you Please, I want it because it is going on the blog with this. With, ah, with this, we gotta put it out there. That's cool. <laughs> hey, we gotta put it out there. All right, man. Why are you looking for this picture? We're gonna talk about these BET awards and the nominations, and some people getting in their feelings because they weren't nominated for an award. Um, but I feel like it is what it is. Um, they dropped the other day. Um, Beyonce is in here. She has seven nominations. She's also in the category going head to head with her sister, Solange. Mm-hmm. Okay. With Solange, uh, best female R and B pop artist, and I think uh, best uh, video video of the year um, award or whatever. That those two are going head to head in the situation. But one person that really stood out for me, to be honest, is Cardi B. She's nominated for two um, awards: best female hip hop artist, mm. and it's another one. I'm uh, trying to look down this list. Oh, best new artist or whatever. So, like, knowing what Cardi B come from, yes, she was a stripper in the club. She, you know, was on reality series, and she kind of flipped it for her. Do you think she deserves these two nominations? I do, because she's been putting in work. Right. I've been seeing her move. Mm-hmm. She's been grinding for that. Right. You know? right. Even her. even minus the, uh, even after the TV, mm-hmm. reality TV stuff, like, She's been working on that music level. Like, right. She's been putting in her work. Yeah, that's what I was saying, like, you know, she was really catching a lot of flack online about it. Like, you know, like, what has she done to even be nominated, to even get these awards? And it kind of caused her to go off. You know, she went off on people, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all don't know everything I go through. Y'all just see, you know, what I present to you. Yeah. But even when she was on the show, she was always trying to be in the studio and try to really take this thing serious but she had a fan base way before even doing the show or yeah. whatever too so 
I like I think people forget that. Right. You know what I'm saying? We and then you can't knock. That's another thing she was saying. They were knocking her just because she used to be a stripper. She was like, but I ain't going back to the strip club. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of people can't say that. I left the strip club, tried to be a rapper, and then I had to go back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I think it was crazy that she was, you know, catching flack for that. But another artist, um, Deezy, she's a um, a female rapper or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. Or Dreezy? Yeah, Dreezy. Yeah, it's Dreezy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, she was kind of running on a little mini rant there saying that she should have been nominated for you know female hip-hop artists or whatever but mm. i was like i don't agree i didn't agree i mean yes okay she dropped the album um but i didn't see anything else from her me personally yeah and i mean i'm i'm on that whole whole deal like i'm into all of that so it's just like i don't see what you did yeah what about you uh to be honest, she wasn't on my radar that heavy. Mm-hmm. So, if I was in her shoes, like, you know, and I'm in her shoes now because I ain't get nominated for nothing. Right, <laughs> right. It's just motivation, you know, yeah. to keep grinding until they recognize it. You exactly, know what I'm yeah. exactly. You know, I mean, maybe this wasn't your moment yeah. to have that, but, I mean, she was, you know, felt some type of way. Y'all, I just got this picture. Yeah. <laughs> A slim in this yellow tux <laughs> and this bandana and the headband. That's, that's my boy Jax on the, on the right too. Hey, he was killing him, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You this would mean you have to log on to spillingthetea dot com to check this this picture out, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, back to these um, you know, nominations or whatever. I'm really glad for um, Solange, too. Like, I feel like this was her year yeah. in music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What were your thoughts about her album? Hey, she tight, man. She raw. Mm-hmm. I rock with her stuff, for real. Right. She, she like, it's like, you could tell ain't no no big time industry people in her era. Well, she not influenced by what they telling her mm-hmm. to do. Do this for radio and mm-hmm. do this type of songs. Like, she... She, got she went with her move and stuck with it. Yeah, you know, and a lot Being of true to herself, uh, you know a, a lot of artists don't doesn't don't have that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They have to follow a guideline or yeah. they have to do it this way, X, Y, and Z. So I'm I'm glad that she's getting you know the credibility that you know that that she deserves. Yes. Now I want to touch on this uh, best new artist. You know, it's Twenty One Savage, Cardi B, Chance the Rapper, Khalid, and Young uh, Young and May. Do you think they picked the right ones to be on this list? Yeah, all of them have been putting in work that you name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't think they missing? Like, I wonder how how or hard was that process? Because I mean, it was a lot of new artists that came out this you know this past year. Yeah. So I know it had to be a a difficult process. Do you think anybody in particular may be missing or best new artists? Mm-hmm. Mm. That sound pretty good to me. Yeah. I mean, I can't even, I'm not really, I can't really think of nobody off top, nobody else off top of the head, but mm-hmm. I, everybody you name, I think they deserve to be on there. Right. Hey, um, I mean, they, they're they each doing their own thing. I just don't, I don't know if Young young and May, I don't know. I just don't, I didn't agree with her being on the list. It's just me personally. I'm like. I mean, she had like one of the. She had a hot song. And it was one of the hottest, you know. But what else? She had a hey. high freestyle. That freestyle. The one she going off the locks. Sample beat. Dun, dun, yeah. Dun. Hey. yeah. That was high, she but. In, no. But what else? <laughs> hey, she she got an EP <laughs> out too. Her story. It okay. just dropped. Yeah. It just dropped? Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. I need to check that out, then. Yeah. I ain't checked it out, then. Yeah. All right. Because I'm saying, like, man, what else she had out here to be the, you know, the best new artist? But, you know I mean? Shout out she to her. I don't want to take it away from her, but it's just my opinion or yeah. whatever. All right, man, so we're going to go to this next topic real quick. We're talking about the music industry. L.A. Reid is no longer at Epic Records. Um, you know, he was a CEO. He's no longer there because of some sexual uh, sexual assault allegations that have been made towards him. I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm. And, and it's, a really, it's a really sticky situation because 
you know, this is new to our, our ears as the public, right? Right. But allegedly, like, this has been going on. Like, he been living their lifestyle with wanting girls who are, like, 18 and between 18 and, like, 21, only only working for him, being his assistant, hiring, um, hiring escorts to be his assistant. So I'm just like... And why why has he been, you know what I'm saying, called to the table like, nah, you can't be doing this thing. Oh, <laughs> why did it take until 2017, man. you know, to make that happen? Somebody trying to cash out. You think so? <clears throat> I don't, hey, they talking about, I don't want to, I'm knock on wood or something. Mm-hmm. Are they talking about lawsuits? Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, this this particular girl that's come forth is trying trying to sue him now. Yeah, I see. I see a lot of that going on with celebrities. <laughs> like somebody want this person, baby, mm-hmm. and all that. I money, man, for the love of money. It's crazy, man. I mean, people and you do. know what might be even more though? That might been planned in her head from from day one, right? She might have heard about stuff in the past and mm-hmm. trying to link up and. I'm trying. How she know, heard about? I don't, I don't like, know. Though. I'm like, bro, that that's crazy. Like, like, damn, this L.A. Reid, he's you know responsible for bringing a lot of people into the industry. Right, right. You know, making a lot of stars. You know, so it's just like it shocked you. It wasn't as shocking as the Bill Cosby situation, but it was still like, damn, you know, that's yeah. that's crazy. So like, are you when you of course trying to get in the industry, um? How would you deal with these type of things that are going on around you, even though you're not partaking in them? Like, how would that, how would you deal with it, and how would that affect you? Give me, like, like if I'm in, you're in this situation. You you around people like like L.A. Reid, they into that type of stuff, and you have to work with these people on a daily basis to get your music out to the next level. Like, how would that affect you, and how would that make you feel? I, I I would feel some type of way, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel I'd be feeling kind of down, you know, because I know if he the head mm-hmm. over at the label that I'm at, you know, I know he gonna be his mind definitely not finna be on putting my project out in mm. a, in the timely fashion. <laughs> right, he got right. Stuff he dealing yeah, with right. It's overtaking his mm-hmm. business world, you know. But mm-hmm. so you know, if <clears throat> we label mates. Uh, uh, on the same label, I'm, I'm under you at your label. You know, mm-hmm. certain things that's gonna affect you gonna affect me too. Right, you know? of course. So we just gotta ride it out together if we <laughs> riding together. You know, <laughs> right. For real. <laughs> gotta make it, make it shake. Yeah. <laughs> Some kind of way. <laughs> hey, I feel you on that. And it's just like <clears throat> I think about that all the time. Like, um, knowing that the status that I want to be on, knowing that like, oh, I want to have my own show yeah. on like BT or something like that. It's like, these are the type of people that are in this industry. And I'm like, can I be around this and not say, hey, I don't agree with you. I don't agree with y'all got going on. Take this somewhere else. Or do, will I be at the point where I just kind of keep quiet and just like let them do what they do as long as I worry about my journey. You know what I'm saying? I, there's yeah, you got, made a great point with that. Yeah, it's like those are thoughts that you know you I have in my head. Like, dang. Yeah, because if they, if they the head over right over the building where you at, and they got that going on, and you, and you bring it to their attention, voicing how you feel, they, they can could easily just cut, cut the, their club. You know like, cut the plug. I'm like, hey, get out of here. Right, dang. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you made a dang. Great point. Damned if you do, damned if you don't type situation. <laughs> <For real. laughs> so, I mean, I think about that, like, all the time. Like, damn, like, do I really want to, you know, I know that's how this industry, this industry is crazy. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. But you just have to, you know, be your own person and don't allow it to change you or whatever. I agree. Uh, speaking of that, Monique, you know, she came out with her whole rant talking about she was blackballed and she kind of went in on Tyler Perry, Oprah Winfrey, and Lee Daniels. And a, a few years back, she said she was supposed to have the role as Cookie on Empire. She was supposed to be Cookie and she was also supposed to play the role that Oprah Winfrey had in The Butler. But it was some kind of behind the scene altercation with Lee Daniels claiming that she was difficult to work with. Nobody wanted to work with her in the industry. Nobody wanted to do 
work with her also because she didn't want to promote the movies. She didn't want to do those whole press runs. Like we saw my earlier, like you have to do that in order to promote the movie. She didn't want to do that. If she did that, she had to get, collect the check. So they kind of, you know, shunned her away. But I thought it was really weird because she won an Oscar. So I'm thinking of Oscar, that's your golden key to whatever role, whatever thing that you want to take place in Hollywood. But as we can see, like, she hasn't really been in any major movies, any major films. She's just still doing her stand-up. So she came out and actually spoke about the situation. And she was saying, you know, I wasn't blackballed. It's just these three people, you know, kind of tried to help me, hold me back. But I'm not, you know, allowing it. I'm going to still be me. I'm going to stand in my truth. I'm going to be the person who I am or whatever. What are your thoughts about that? Um, you you gotta be, I think you gotta be real careful. Mm-hmm. Like when you come out public about putting the blame on people for your s- current situations, you know. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. I believe I I just think it's a, it's other ways of better ways doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's my personal insight on that. Right, you know? right. I um. Like just let's just say she is difficult to work with, and if she is difficult to work with, she need to like you saying just own up with it. Like yeah. that is me, y'all. I am hard to work with because I know <laughs> I tell people all the time I can't be a little difficult, <laughs> and I'm I apologize for it. I'm like I'm so sorry. I know um, I'm asking a lot. <laughs> just work with me. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> I, I try to catch myself Because like I'm just a particular person Like I feel like okay I'm putting this out Let's ha- any, let's do it this way that way that way that way And then I'm like hey can you do this Can you do that and I'm like wait I'm really asking a lot I do apologize But can you do it <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. Right. Are you like that when it comes to working on your project Or working with you know people around you When it comes to putting out music Um, w- With me I usually just I like I like to get I like to give people the grace and mm-hmm. and space to do their own thing. I, right. I don't like to uh, stifle nobody's creativity or whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel but, so I I let this what I I let them do their thing, mm-hmm. and I sit back, observe, watch, and if I see something that might need to be done to make it better mm-hmm. or enhance it or whatever, I throw my insight in. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. So that's how I like to work with people. Yeah, but um, Monique, just take responsibility. That's all. That's all. <laughs> take your L gracefully and <laughs> and turn it into a W some kind of way. <laughs> all right, <laughs> we're gonna go to these ask a lady questions, and this is where people write in and ask for um advice on the situation, and I give my opinion, and you give your opinion on you know what can help them or whatever. Let's get Alright this is from Randy Morris He says dear true lady My my little dip is plucking my nerve I'm a very private person when it comes to my personal affairs But my little dip posts everything we do on Facebook Ooh. Dates, arguments and everything This made a few things between us bad But I love her How can I fix this situation You wanna go mm. first He said his little dip Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. Fuck what it do <laughs> Shout out the cash, but uh, <laughs> uh, that's that sounds like something that should have been talked about right in, at the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying between them, like, like I, you know, I don't want you posting us on social media and mm-hmm. all that, and you know that should have been like one of the first type of conversations. conversations you know what I'm saying once yeah. they made it official that they had a thing going, right? So I, I kind of put the blame on him. You know, for not putting that in in order, did unless she just went and rebelled. Did her own you know, thing after the conversation. I, I feel like she childish in a way. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just be honest, because like I mean, you don't have to like who are you trying to please? Is it me or the people you know on Facebook? Right. You know, so I feel like she childish in a way, and he really just need like you said they should have had this conversation from jump, but he need to have this conversation now. Do it peacefully though. Don't don't go crazy. <laughs> Cause like I mean, especially if she's putting the arguments that they've had on Facebook too. I mean, there's no need to do all this. She's seeking attention and validation yeah. from yeah, someone else. I, I kind of I feel you now on the childish part. Yeah, she's posting the arguments. And, yeah, uh, she childish. Nah. 
<laughs> we can't rock it like that. She childish. Randy, you just need to have a conversation with her. Let her know how you feel. Um, if she and if she don't adhere to it, that may not be the person for you. That might not need to be your little deal. Real life. <laughs> right. If she if she gets upset, like, well, I post whatever I want to post and not kind of listening to what you're saying, like that might y'all might not she be on the same be, level. Yeah. I'm- <laughs> Took the words on my mouth. Right, y'all not on the same level, dog. <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, Cindy S. She says, "Dear true lady, shit ain't right in my little love life. For over three years, I've been sleeping with my coworker. The catch is, he's married, and so am I. Yes, I know this uh, is crazy. You gotta no, take go it in. Go you gotta on. take it in. <laughs> <laughs> I told you they get crazy." <laughs> the catch is he's married and so am I. Yes, I know this is crazy, but but now he is pressing me to leave my husband for him because he wants to leave his wife for me. I'm not interested. I was only in this for the sex, and obviously he is falling in love. Granted, some things are my fault. I have told him occasionally that I do love him. I have lied that I'm only sleeping with him and not my husband because because my husband disgusts me. But I love my husband dearly. <laughs> Okay, but he is no perfect angel whatsoever. I really just want to end this side relationship and focus on my husband. Can you help me? Ouch. You got something for us, Lil? Lord, <laughs> have mercy. <laughs> Man, um, this is what I'm noticing in today's world. Mm-hmm. Lust is just overpowering mm-hmm. real love. Yeah. And people mistaking it for love. You know? Mm hmm. So, <clears throat> you know, the sex good and all of that. Woo, woo, woo. But we got to dig beneath the surface. Right. First of all, and, you know, sometimes we have to be reminded, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm, I'm speaking to her, mm-hmm. you know that you married, you know that he married. Mm hmm. So, I mean, Things just you gotta communicate and have an understanding of things. You know, right. maybe it's, uh, are we practicing polygamy? Yo, the person you married to need to know that. Then if uh, <laughs> that's what you got going on, right? Or <laughs> but you ain't let them know, so you in the wrong. You right? Know? Yeah. You know, but hey, we gotta get it together. Yes. Oh. We gotta get it together, Cindy. In my honest opinion. Um, she just need to be upfront with everybody. She need Come to on. be upfront with the coworker. She need to be up. She needs to be upfront with her husband. Um, and let him make his decision from there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because if she's been doing this for three years, I know. And what if he's been good to her, or even if he hasn't been good to her, or whatever? You know, that's still her husband at the end of the day. And then mm-hmm. now you're possibly about to ruin a whole nother relationship because then the coworker is married. So and he trying to leave his wife. So she better be by herself all because of you, Cindy. Just, you got to think about it. It's <clears throat> it's just feelings. Yeah. You know? The feeling you get from from that man that you cheat on. Mm-hmm. What if y'all get together and y'all have a serious thing and then somebody sneak up in, in your life and give you that same feeling that you got right when you had first got with him right it's just a lot of confusion going on you know yeah. we got to get it together baby right yeah. and like i agree you you got to be up front with everybody, everybody. Yeah. and like i feel like okay you need to be up front with everybody give your husband that let the guy the co-worker know like not nah, it's a no-go but give your husband the option whether he wants to stay or leave and if he leave you don't need to get with nobody else you don't need to go back to co-worker you need to be by yourself for a second cindy <laughs> yeah because you need some reevaluation, sweetheart <laughs> i think everybody need that time where they just need to re- do some re-evalu- reevaluation. So either you do the reevaluation with your husband and y'all reevaluate your relationship, or if he says no, it's a no, and he go his own way, you need to reevaluate yourself. Hey, and I want to throw this mm-hmm. out there, right? When you approach the situation, mm-hmm. it's all about approach. Mm. It gotta please. I want you to get in the face of God, mm-hmm. do some praying. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she gonna need it and, and, and pray that you will 
approach the situation in, in a manner where tragic results won't be taken. Ending, you know, yeah, taken, like it, can, said, it oh, could get crazy. It can get crazy. Yeah. This day and age, I've it can get crazy. Yeah, yeah. I did just hit my spirit, you know. Yeah, see me. <laughs> take heat. Take heat. One hundred. <laughs> All right, man. We've come to the end. Um, again, relay pre- applying pressure. It's coming out. Let them know about that again. A lot of pressure. The song is out now. Mm-hmm. The video dropping soon. You mm-hmm. can get the song right now on Apple Music, Spotify, mm-hmm. Spin Real of My Mixtapes. It's for the consumer. Wherever, however you want to support it, your support is greatly appreciated. Mm-hmm. So you can get that. And 2006 coming soon. Follow me on Twitter at SlimB S L Y M B. Real simple. Snapchat SlimB318 S L Y M B318. And they gonna provide some some content for y'all. We're trying to be timeless out here. Ten years still listening to this song and that song. I'm like okay, right? Oh, that So that's how we rocking. Alright man, I really I can't wait for the project. I can't wait for this uh the video. And you can also follow me, your girl the true lady on everything, such a lady85, Twitter, Instagram, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, or just search for that hashtag catch the T. You're about to find me in all the T I spill. We out.